Welcome back to the Patriot Leadership Podcast. My name is Lonnie Buckner, and I'm your host. Before we get uh, get into this, I just wanted to take a second to apologize for the, the long delay between uh, the last episode and now. I uh, was working on some other projects and things, so put this on, on the back burner for a minute, but excited to get back into this and uh, get into a new topic today. Another point I wanted to make before we, we dive in is... Uh, you know, we've had listeners in, I don't know, I think at least 20 countries around the world. And, uh, you know, mainly, obviously the United States has the most listeners. The number two is is surprising, and, and that's India. India has the second most listeners of any country in the world, and they're about 25% of the, of the total downloads. And I just thought that was, was really interesting. You know, I never would have thought you know, India, but, uh, but big shout out to the, to the people in India that are listening to the show. That's, uh, much appreciated and, uh, um, glad you guys are tuning in. So today we want to talk about the, uh, this great resignation that, uh, I'm sure everyone's been hearing about. You've got record numbers of people that are leaving their jobs, quitting their jobs, switching jobs. Um, and if you go you know, back to last year, uh, April of 2020, uh, you know, when you know, COVID was, had just hit, you know, th- people were getting, you know, there were shutdowns, people were getting laid off, companies were, were shutting down, things like that. And, uh, you know, at that point, the reported unemployment rate was about 15%, which is ridiculous. You know, it's a, a crazy high number. And it's gone, you know, down mostly since then. I think now the last numbers I've seen are somewhere around four and a half, five percent or so, which is a little more normal. But you still have people switching jobs. It's still been reported each month through the summer of 2021 that you have, uh, you know, at least four million people per month, June, July, August, September, that have quit their jobs. And, and it's just amazing that, that there's this many people that are, that are quitting jobs. A lot of them have been rehired, of course, but, uh, you know, what is the, uh, what's the reason for all this? So that's, that's something that's pretty fascinating right now, and I want to talk about that a little bit. So with that, I, I've got, you know, a couple of thoughts on, on why maybe this is happening. I'm sure you've got your own thoughts, and, you know, add that to the comments uh, wherever you're listening to the show. We can check that out and have some dialogue back and forth. But one of the things I think that's happened throughout um, uh, this time where we've been dealing with COVID, there's a lot of people working remotely, people that have been laid off, companies that have shut down, there's all these changes. One of the things that I think is that um, people just realize that, you know, they want more flexibility, they want more freedom in their life. And so they're looking for other ways to make money, other jobs that'll be flexible. Uh, things like that so that they can just enjoy their lives a little more. I think that's one thing that's come from this. Um, but the main reason I think um, that I believe, I think it goes back to leadership. Uh, people want to be treated with respect. They want to feel like they're valued. They want to be paid accordingly to you know what's reasonable and fair for the, the, the nature of the work that they're doing. Um, but, but most importantly, I think they just want to be treated well. They want to be, they want to be treated well. And it doesn't, there's so many places where, where that isn't the case. And I think people have just gotten tired of it and they're just not going to do it anymore. And right now there's, 
the job market favors the individual. It favors us. It favors the person that uh, wants to go out and, and find a new opportunity. And so right now you've got companies scrambling and fighting, and there's a war going on for talent right now. Uh, and and it's it's not going to get uh, it's not going to let up anytime soon, I don't think. So, uh, but one thing that I don't think that it is, and you hear this a lot, is that you know people just don't want to work anymore. Um, you know, I know there was uh, a lot of controversy around stimulus payments. There's a lot of controversy around you know the unemployment benefits and things like that. And while I I do think that a lot of that was excessive and not necessary in some instances. Uh, it did help, I'm sure, a lot of people that did need it, that lost jobs and things like that, legitimately. Um, but uh, but I think by and large, uh, the degree that it that this money was given out probably wasn't necessary and could have been used in, in better ways to help people that needed it. But uh, but nonetheless, I don't think that, it, that the reason is that people don't want to work anymore. I just don't buy that. I mean, everybody that I know um, is working. I don't know people that just sit at home and do nothing. I'm not saying they don't exist. I'm just saying that I think most people do want to work in a way. They want to be able to support themselves. They want to support their family or, or whatever, friends. But I think ultimately people want to have a purpose. They want to do something that's meaningful. And again, they want to feel respected. So I just, I don't like this argument or buy the argument that just inherently people are lazy. I just don't, I don't know that that's uh, necessarily the reason. Um, again, there's, there's always people that are, there's exceptions, but I just don't think that that's the, the real driver here. But we get into this. I want to, I want to tell a couple of, talk about a couple of situations that I've found interesting and uh, just kind of talk about those a little bit. And the thing that really made me want to kind of do this, the show on this topic was there was a post on LinkedIn that I saw. Somebody else made this post and it was a sign that you've probably all seen on the door of a store or a restaurant that says, you know, hey, be patient with our staff. We're shorthanded, you know, because of COVID. And and it always has, you know, kind of the tagline at the bottom where it's like, hey, if you run out of patience, though, you know, go ahead and grab an application and you can help. And and so there's on this one post, I mean, there's been thousands of comments. So obviously it sparks a lot of um, a, a lot of people's uh, feelings and emotions and, and, and stuff like that, because you've got a lot of people that have you know, varying opinions on this. So. Looking at that, I, I, I made a, a comment and I, I didn't realize the um, uh, the amount of uh, traffic that that would get, the amount of clicks that that would get, and the amount of people that would comment on that. But there's been dozens of people that you know liked the post that I had, um, many people that have commented on my comment, and then there's, uh, and most of them were, were positive and in, in, in agreement. Uh, I didn't say it to get agreement, but th there was a couple that disagreed, um, which again is fine. Uh, but the so my my comment to the the picture post, what you know, where it's saying, "Hey, be patient," uh, you know, we're shorthanded and all that. Um, and if if you're out of patience, grab an application. My my comment was this, um, and real quickly, sorry, the the. Uh, with that picture, the post, the original person that posted it 
made a comment of saying, hey, I think we're all feeling this right now. You know, let's be polite and respectful, you know, to those people that are working and so forth. And so my comment uh, to that post was, absolutely, I, I agree with you. I, I think that um, well, we should always be respectful and polite. <laughs> There's, uh, you know, that, that, that's always a good thing. Uh, regardless of this, the circumstances, but um, if if businesses are short-staffed and that's causing delays or issues with service, it's certainly not the fault of the people that are working there now. In most cases, uh, typically, you know, the, whether it's in a restaurant, you're dealing with the servers, the uh, waitresses, waiters, things like that. You're dealing with um, uh, uh, in stores, maybe there's not enough registers open, so the lines are longer, things like that. Most of the people that we're going to encounter inside those places aren't to blame for any of those issues. They're just there doing their part, doing their job, and trying to make a living. So, of course, there's no reason or no place to be, uh, you know, rude or disrespectful or, or, you know, give any of those people a hard time. And I think that's pretty clear. My other part of the conversation was... So with that being said, I do think that right now there's a lot of businesses that use COVID as an excuse to cover up um, their poor service, um, which is driven by poor leadership. And it's easy to hang a sign on the window and say, you know, hey, you know, we're short staffed, grab an application. Well, I don't think that's the answer. And I'm sure there's companies out there that really are working on it, and it doesn't mean that they're all bad and they all have poor leadership, but I think a lot of them do. And the reason I say that is because, uh, one, it's it's uh, just like there's a COVID pandemic, there's also a leadership pandemic in, in the world. Um, so it's the case a lot of times. Um, but beyond that, there's a lot of businesses that it feels like business as usual. You go to a restaurant or a store, and it doesn't feel um, like there was much of a change. And I'm sure you've experienced this. Some places, it, they're just operating like they were any other time. Um, There's some that are a little, maybe, maybe the services dipped a little bit, maybe it's a little bit longer of a line, a little bit slower, no big deal. But there's some um, that weren't great before and had some of these same issues before COVID, and they just continue. Or some of them have just been, um, uh, you know, exacerbated because of COVID. And, and so I'm going to give a couple of examples and things that I've seen just around where I live and the places that I go, and uh, kind of talk through those just a little bit. And one of them is with the company that I use to pick up the trash at my house. And I'm not going to point out these businesses. I'm not trying to beat them up uh, specifically. I don't want uh, people, um, uh, you know, thinking that I'm trying to get other people to, to leave there, not shop there, whatever the case is. I'm just sharing my experiences. And again, it's not an attempt to make to make any of these businesses look bad. Um, but my trash company. So it's a large trash company that services uh, probably most of America. And... Um, they, so they're, they're supposed to come uh, every week, and in the last, oh, I don't know, 
I think in the last six weeks, there was about three times they didn't show up. And so it's basically like every other week, but they're supposed to come weekly. And you don't hear from them. They don't contact you. They just don't show up on Monday when they're supposed to come. And so, you know, I, I call them and try to figure out what's going on. And the first time it was like, oh, hey, sorry. Um, you know, we're really short on drivers. Um, you know, we're, we're doing the best we can. COVID, you know, it's a pandemic, sir. Um, we're doing our best. Okay, I, I get it. I understand that you're short on drivers and whatever. Um, but my, my problem with, and, and I'm okay with that. I get that. And, and that's kind of the, the point that the manager I spoke to was making. was like, you know, like, hey, be a little more sensitive, sir. We were in a pandemic here. And again, this, this just happened. So we're talking... Um, October uh, and November of 2021. Um, this wasn't, you know, a year ago at the height of COVID. I'm, not that it's, all, you know, we're not out of the woods, but, um, you know, we've gotten a lot better. So this is happening now. And yeah, so the, the attitude I get from the manager is like, hey, sir, be a little more sensitive. We're in a pandemic here. And and I'm like, yeah, I, I, I understand. And I'm willing to be patient and understanding but what I'm not willing to do is just allow you to not provide the service that I already paid for. You charge me in advance for the services where you're supposed to come weekly. And then you don't show up on time. And, or show up at all, actually. And then I have to call you to find out why. And then your response is, oh, sorry, we will be there next week on Monday. Well, that's not okay. I, I pay for weekly service. And if you can't deliver that weekly service, I understand we're going through a tough time, but I'm sure you have some sort of CRM tool or something where you can reach out and contact all of your customers and say, hey, we're really sorry, can't make it that week or whatever. Here's a credit to your bill, no big deal. And I think if you did that, a lot of people would be understanding and patient. But again, the good service part of it comes in that you're being proactive and you're identifying the shortcomings and the poor service that our customers are going to receive and we're going to do our best to to make it right for them with whatever we can do but they didn't do that and i told them that. i was very nice and polite about it okay no big deal well then here we go you know they came the following week and then the next week they don't show up again same thing nobody calls nobody emails you just they don't show up so you know, at this point, I'm just done. And um, I uh, I don't really care why. Um, I understand that there's, a you know, issues going on and you're short-staffed and you can't get drivers. Again, that's not my problem. I'm paying for a service. And if you can't deliver the service, then just politely give me my money back and say you can't do it. Um, but don't make me chase you down and find you and then ask to get a credit back. That should have been offered when you couldn't perform the service that I'd already paid for. And I told them that. I was like, you know, we're really working on this. We really are. And, you know, we appreciate the feedback. Okay, great. Anyway, I'm canceling. So <laughs> so I cancel the service. But the, the, the tough part about it is it took um, – so the first time I tried to cancel – I was on the phone for an hour and a half, and I was on hold. I never got through to anybody. And so I hung up. I called back the next day, 
And when you call, they have a queue and it tells you how long it is. And the, the wait time to speak to somebody was going to be over three hours. And so I uh, hung up. Uh, I was able to call. This was the local number uh, for the local outfit. Um, hung up. and I, I found a number for like their national office. And I was able to get through there, cancel, and, and, and move on. So... I mean, that's another part of the service. It's like, I can't even communicate with you because it's hours of hold time on the phone just to speak to somebody about not getting the service. And so that's not the fault of the guy or the girl that's coming here to pick up the trash. They're doing the job the best they can with whatever resources and tools they've been given. So I would never, you know, say anything to those people because it's not their fault. Again, they're working and doing their part. But in those organizations, you look up and it's like, well, who's the leadership? Who's the one out front telling them, hey, I understand we're short on drivers. How are we communicating this to our customers? And that's what the folks in the middle from, from the senior management through middle management should be doing. That's the way they should be communicating and talking and going, hey, yep, we can't necessarily just, you know, hire brand new drivers today and get them on the road right this minute. But let's. Let's send out a, a message to all of our customers somehow. Let's get to them and let them know that we're sorry. We're doing everything we can. Here's the steps that we're taking to provide the service that they're paying for and that they expect. And when you do that, I think people are willing to be patient and understanding. We understand. We, we get that there's um, things going on that are uh, making uh, things challenging in business right now. People get it. And again, I think people are willing to, to understand that and be patient if you do your part as the business and communicate to them in, in an effective manner, in a timely manner. But they just don't. And, and the idea that it's like, oh, sorry, better luck next week, that, that, that's not an answer. And therefore, you lose business. And so uh, on the other side of that, the cool thing was I called a local smaller family-owned uh, company that picks up trash. And somebody answered the phone immediately. I told them I wanted to start new service and paid for my first, you know, they, they bill you quarterly or whatever. So I paid for the first quarter uh, of that. And boom, I was off the phone in five minutes or less. It was that quick. And, and today actually was the first day they were supposed to come and pick up my trash. And they were here right on time. Perfect. That's all I need. Like end of transaction. And again, if you're if that company's having a hard time and they're short on drivers and they're going to be delayed, cool. I get it. I can be patient for a few days if you communicate with me. Look, I've I have a business where I do things for uh, services I provide to customers, and there's been times where I couldn't I couldn't make it on time, but I pick up the phone and I call them and I explain what's going on and I offer them an alternate solution to make sure they're still getting the service that they expect. And I've never had a problem, but I could never imagine a scenario where I just didn't contact them for a service that they expect. It's bizarre, but that's what we're getting right now. So the next one that I want to talk about, that's my trash company rant. My next one is on the on a local grocery store. And this local grocery store is, it's a large chain in this part of the country. So it's a, it's a large grocery store. And um, uh, you know, when I, when I go there, um, 
when I when I go there, it's the same kind of stuff. And so there's there's a handful of issues that I'll that I'll point out. Some of these are just pet peeves of mine, but but it speaks to I think poorly run business. And again, I go to this store probably it's a grocery store that's really close to me, so I'm there four or five times a week, right? Uh, I don't buy a lot of food for weeks at a time. I go I go all the time, and uh, uh, so I go in there. And there's almost never carts inside the store. They're all outside in the parking lot in the little bins where they go. Now, they have people that work at the store that's their job to get the carts, take them back in the store so that you can get a cart in there when you're ready. And there's, again, almost never carts inside. They're always outside. Now, they have people working that are there actively at the time that are supposed to be getting the carts, but I pay attention to what they're doing and they're either just milling around the store or standing off to the side, kind of hiding outside playing on their cell phone and they're just not getting the carts. So as a customer, every time I go there, I know I have to find a cart that's outside and just take it inside with me. Again, it's not the end of the world, but I shouldn't have to do that because they are paying somebody to do it. They just don't do it and they're not managed properly. So anyway, you get inside the store, it's not very clean, the bathrooms are terrible, uh, they're, they're extremely dirty, um, uh, just, you can tell the way the store is set up, it's just not, uh, it's not well managed. And the, there's times, there's, there's not a lot of cashiers working, they do a lot of the self-checkout, which again is fine, kind of everybody's doing that. But the other piece of that is, there was an instance just recently where there was um, a cashier at the self-checkout where, you know, if you have certain items, they have to come over and authorize it, you know, if it requires your ID, like if you're buying beer or something like that. And I couldn't get the cashier to come over. I had to go over and get her because she was talking to two other employees. I've been watching them for a few moments. And the two people she was talking to were two of the guys that were supposed to be outside getting the cards. And they're just standing there talking. And it's like, they're, they weren't working. They weren't talking about work. They're just, you know, bullshitting. And it's like, come on. And, but because, and the thing that's frustrating is every time I've talked to a manager there, every, every issue that they have, they always blame it on COVID. We're short-staffed because of COVID. Or we can't get this because of COVID. You know, the bathrooms are dirty because we don't have enough people because of COVID. And it's like, no, you have people. I see them. They're standing around. They're just not being managed properly. They're not, <laughs> nobody's making them go clean the bathroom. And I even see the store manager. I know who the lady is. She, I see her in there all the time. You could go clean the bathroom, right? I mean, store manager. I mean, if you're sure, if you're short staffed, I mean, do we just say, screw it. We're not going to clean the bathrooms anymore. They it still has to get done. Right. So stay late, come in early, take an extra 10 minutes to go do it, grab a couple of the other managers from departments and go do it real quick, whatever. But what's the plan? What are we doing? It's like, you can just tell it's, it's apathy. People just don't care. And so it's not, I mean, COVID is easy. It's easy to throw a sign on the door and say um, COVID, but, but, but that's not really the thing. 
if we're being honest. So yeah, that in my opinion, it's it comes back to the leadership, um, looking around, understanding what needs to happen, coming up with a plan. Um, again, it's not that's not always easy. I'm not suggesting that it's easy, but it takes effort. It takes thought. It takes planning. It takes a team of people to come up with solutions uh, and work towards that. And in some of these places, you just don't see that. I feel like it's just become easier to put the sign on the door and say, oops, sorry, COVID, um, you know, we're doing the best we can. And again, that's fine. Again, I don't blame any of the staff that's, you know, the, the people that are there doing the work. I'm, I'm not, I would never blame them. It's not their fault. It's always the leadership's fault. And a lot of times that's, that leadership's not even on site. It's, it's somewhere else. It's corporate or, or whatever. But we can't just throw our hands up, put a sign on the door and blame COVID. That's not a course of action. That's not a plan to get better. And that's not going to attract good people that want to work in your business. You can tell. And, and uh, so I just, I, that's one of those things I don't have a lot of, um, a lot of patience for. I have patience for, uh, you know, again, if, if people have good explanations and they're, they're genuinely trying, I'm cool with that. And I'm sure you are too. Um, but uh, it's it's just kind of funny now. In anywhere you go, it seems like the the cover up for the bad service is is COVID. And again, I I think that yeah, there are instances where that's to blame, and I'm okay with that. But uh, in a lot of the the instances that I've seen, that's that's not the case. Uh, it's just the the excuse that we're giving ourselves because that's easier. Um, so. Just my thoughts. Curious to hear what uh, what your experiences are and what what everybody else thinks. Um, but I think getting back to you know kind of the leadership piece and uh, and how this plays out, um, you know I think that um, if you've got good leadership, where they create an environment where people feel safe, they feel like they're cared about, they feel like they matter, they feel like they they have input. Um, then I think you, you've got a place that people are going to want to work in. But the alternative to that is you've got a place where the management's not existent. It's not there. They're not engaged. They don't know the people. They, they clearly don't care that much about the people. Um, they don't train the people uh, that work there. And so, but you, you continue in this hamster wheel of, uh, of trying to make excuses as to why um, business isn't as good as you think it should be. But the truth of the matter is it's, it's, the, it's the poor leadership. Uh, it almost always comes back to that. And I'd like to also, let's, let's showcase some places that, that you've seen that have been able to persevere through these tough times. Who is doing a good job? What are these companies out there where you haven't seen a dip in their service or um, in their offerings? Um, so put that kind of stuff in the comments, share that with people. Let's, let's put the good news stories out there. Who are the, who are these businesses that are, uh, that are shining out there that are great places to work? Let's celebrate those places and let other people know that, Hey, these are good places to work, uh, in, in whatever industry we're talking about. So once you listen to the show, throw that kind of stuff in the comments, um, because I think that's good to share with people because that's the good news story. I know there's because there's places out there. It's not all bad. Um, but uh, 
I just don't like the excuses. And I, you see these signs all the time and it just makes you roll your eyes because in most cases, um, there's nobody in the building that's doing anything about it. And it's, again, it's not the people working there at the time. Um, there's there's corporate management somewhere else or whatever the case is that's, that's probably not doing a whole lot about it. And, um, but let's, let's share some stories of the ones that are because uh, I'm sure there's some good ones out there. All right, that's that's a wrap on this one. I appreciate everybody listening. I'm going to try to get some guests uh, back on the show here soon. I've got a couple people that I've been talking to that I think would make good guests um, that you'd like to hear from that could add some some great value. Um, so we'll get those lined up. Um, we do have some other changes coming uh, to Patriot Leadership. I'll I'll bring that up here soon. Uh, so stay tuned. Share the show with some friends. Um, uh, make sure you're, you're subscribing to the show and, and, uh, again, take care and we'll talk to you soon.